Hello, my name is Mike Forster and I work for the Research and Technical Standards team in OCR. We get asked a lot of questions about all sorts of aspects about exams and a topic that comes up a lot is all about grade boundaries. So we asked students specifically what they wanted to know about grade boundaries and here are our answers. And by the way, a big thanks to the student room for providing the questions. What is a grade boundary? A grade boundary is the minimum mark you need to get a grade. So if the A boundary is, say, 80, you need to score 80 marks or more to get a grade A. Why do grade boundaries have to change every year? We do try to keep grade boundaries similar from one year to the next, but it's extremely difficult to write papers that are of exactly the same difficulty. So we set boundaries each year that reflect the difficulty of the paper in that year. If the paper is harder than in the previous year, the boundaries will be set lower, whereas if it is easier, the boundaries will be set higher. We set grade boundaries every year in about July, after we've done the marking. They aren't available before the exams start. Who sets grade boundaries? After marking, our senior teams of assessment experts and examiners use their expert judgement and a variety of statistics to set the grade boundaries. This normally takes place in July once the marking is complete. These boundaries are checked by a group of experts to ensure they are the correct boundaries and that we are not being too harsh or too generous. How does the whole process work? Once the marking of exam papers is complete, our senior examiners can set the boundaries. They do this by reaching their decisions at face-to-face meetings or via their computers. For GCSE, for example, the boundaries are set for grades 9, 7, 4 and 1. For A-level, it's grades A-star, A and E. To set the boundary for the minimum mark you need to get, say, a grade 7 in a GCSE, our examiners look at examples of the student scripts around a small range of marks where we think the boundaries will fall, based on the statistical evidence we have, such as predictions based on prior attainment data and how the mean and standard deviation of the marks has changed. So that could be a mark of 58, 59, 60 or 61, for example. The examiners judge the different examples of work with those marks and then vote for whether the papers with those marks really do show a performance necessary to get a grade 7. Let's say all the examiners together agree that examples of work with marks of 60 meet the standard for a grade 7. Those judgments of the examiners will be used alongside the statistics to finally determine where the boundaries should be put for that exam. This is a very important part of the process and the examiners' judgments play a vital role in ensuring the quality of the work is at the right standard for that grade. In other words, their judgments really do ensure that the boundary mark represents the minimum quality of work needed to get the grade. But it is a careful and time-consuming process to look at examples of work and make judgments, and then to consider the statistics before arriving at a final decision. So that's how the process works for just one GCSE or A-level paper one year. As well as this process, we follow a process called the Comparable Outcomes Approach which in simple terms ensures that it is no harder or easier to get a grade in any one year compared with another, or with any one exam board compared with another. So, 
in the first two to three years of a new exam, statistics is a very strong driver for determining where grade boundaries will be set, although expert judgment is always used to make sure these decisions are backed up by the quality of students' work. That way, students can be reassured that they won't suffer as a result of an exam being new and unfamiliar to them. How much can a hard exam change the grade boundaries? So, students often come out of their exams and say that they found the exam or some of the questions in the exam really hard and ask us to lower the grade boundaries. Or sometimes it's the other way round and students found the exam easier than they thought and expect the grade boundaries will be really high. Well, the thing is, we do set boundaries to reflect the difficulty of the paper and sometimes questions don't quite work as we expect them to and students can find them harder or easier than we anticipated. It's our job to make sure that the grade boundaries reflect these factors. So the answer is that the boundaries can change by as much as they need to in order to maintain fairness for students taking that exam. This, of course, also depends on how many marks the paper is out of. On a 60-mark paper, we might just see a movement of a couple of marks, whereas on a paper out of 120, it might be five or six marks, perhaps even more. So long as we maintain fairness, we will set boundaries where the statistics and expert judgment tells us. There are no hard and fast rules. Why does the process take a long time? The simple answer is that there are a huge number of processes we need to go through to ensure all scripts are marked accurately, boundaries set appropriately and results issued on time. We have to scan in scripts for electronic marking, train examiners to mark to the correct standard and then test them and test them again before they can even start marking. We then monitor their marking throughout to ensure they have stuck to the correct standard and where we have any concerns, the scripts go back into the pot to be marked by another examiner. Then we need to hold the award meetings where we set the boundaries that will determine the grades you get. And these are checked internally, in discussions with other exam boards and with our regulator Ofqual. Once final checks are done, we can release the results to our students, which happens each year on A-level or GCSE results day. So it's a very busy time for us and the many thousands of examiners who work with us to ensure that we get the right grades to you. Whilst it can be frustrating having to wait so long, you can be reassured that we use the time fully and wisely to make sure students get their results on time and that they are accurate. Where do I find grade boundaries? We put the grade boundaries on our website early on results day every year. You can look for them by visiting the section for students on our website, which is www.ocr.org.uk. So thanks very much for sending us your questions. I hope I have answered them and helped explain a little more about what we do. If you are getting exam results this August, I sincerely wish you the very best of luck and hope you get the results you are hoping for. Thank you.